All you need is love. <laughs> We're not really singing a, a sing song today, but there's a stack of love songs I could start this uh, talk with today as we love to write love songs. And um, when I say we, I don't mean me and my husband. <laughs> that would be incredibly cheesy. Though I did write you one love song once, didn't I? That was before we were married, I think. <laughs> Not saying that marriage has ceased that. I just had more time on my hands, maybe. So I just want you to think about who is the most precious person in your life. It may be your partner, your children, your friends, your parents. Could you imagine giving them up for love? Love is a central theme of the Christmas message or even God's message to us. We've heard today that God sent his one and only son into the world so that we get to understand love, so that we get to know what love is. And the message doesn't stop there. His plan wasn't just to send his son into the world, but to sacrifice his son's life so that we can be made right in our relationship with God. In the giving and the sacrifice, love is demonstrated beyond our understanding. So our reading today... It's taken from 1 John 4, verse 7 to 12. And should be. Dear friends, let us lo- continue to love one another, for love comes from God. Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God. But anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is love. God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world, so that we might have eternal life through him. This is real love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. Dear friends, since God loved us that much, we surely ought to love each other. No one has ever seen God, but if we love each other, God lives in us and his love is brought to full expression in us. So in this passage, we learn that love comes from God, that his love enables us to love each other. We know that in order to be a child of God, we must love. We hear that God shows his love through sending his son, that we can have eternal life through believing him, that real love was revealed to us through Jesus' sacrifice, removing our sins, and that if we love each other, God lives in us and his love is brought to full expression in us or made complete in us, as the NIV says. So I want to draw out three main points from this today. The first is this. God is love. He is the source of all love. Love comes from God. Now, God is love. That statement suggests that the core of his substance and nature is love. You see, we wouldn't describe anyone else as they are love. No one has ever referred to me as Caroline is love. It may be part of what I do, but even those we look up to the most, we couldn't make this statement that they are love, that they embody love. And there are three other statements in the New Testament saying that God is. So there's God is love, God is spirit. God is light. God is a consuming fire. 
And we see these things working together. So, for example, if we take sin, with sin, it's his love exposes it in his light. It's revealed by his spirit and it's consumed in his fire without destroying the sinner but saving him. So his plan is made very possible by his very nature and substance. So in his being, he is love. The second point is this, that God reveals love through Jesus. God models what genuine love is by sending his son Jesus to be born and to die on our behalf. He reveals to us that love is self-sacrifice. That love is seeking someone else's good at one's own personal cost. Love is not an action that is rooted in what is deserved. So in Romans 5 verse 8 it says, While we were still sinners, so while we were still far off in some versions of the Bible, Christ died for us. See, Jesus is the manifestation of God's love. And God's love can be seen in all activity. It's at the very core of his motivations. Love is just not one of the many activities that God's dove. It's wrapped up in his very being. So we only have to look at Jesus' life to see that. So God's love was revealed through Jesus' birth. And we think about that this time of year, don't we? That God sent his son into the world. He gave up his Godhead. He left his throne And he didn't see equality with God as something to be grasped, as it said in Philippians. That he humbled himself. You see, Jesus didn't arrive with a a trumpet call or a, a proud circumstances. He wasn't born in a palace. We know that his star was humble beginnings. Jesus's life is an expression of his love. We see that through Jesus's life, out of his love for God and people, He loved everyone around him. He even loved the unlovable, the people in society that were rejected like tax collectors, women caught in a a sexual act. He loved everyone. He lived a sinful, a sinless, edit that, (laughs) a sinless life in order to be a pure sacrifice. He didn't live for the pleasures of the world. He lived only for the Father's will. And then we see as Jesus moves through life into his death, that he gave up his life in love. He suffered everything, it says, for the joy that was set before him. He endured the cross in order to bring us in right relationship with God. And again, the motivation was love. And then in his resurrection, love is there again. He defeated death And he appeared to the disciples and other people so that they also would believe. And then in his ascension, he didn't hang on to his friendships on earth, but he left in order that the Holy Spirit would come. And then we know that Jesus is now in heaven. In the Bible, in Romans, it says that he's interceding for us. And it also says that Jesus will return. He will come back to judge He will be seen in justice and judgments. His love will be present. And he will create new heavens and earth and invites us to reign with him and to become an heir with him. 
See, in all of these aspects of Jesus and who he is, he embodies love. We see love as the motivation of everything that he does at the core. And this is God revealing to us what love looks like. This is the best picture of love that we could possibly have. Thirdly, God commands us to love each other. So God is love. He's revealed what love is through Jesus, and now he's looking for a response from us. We are called to reflect God. In this passage alone, we are told to love one another three times. That tells you of something of its importance. And the Bible commands us to love in these three different ways. It says, love God, which is in Matthew 22. It says, love people as yourself, also in Matthew 22, and love your enemies in Luke 6. We know that the greatest commandment is to love God. Jesus modeled that in his life. We know that the very thing that Jesus was living for was to submit to the Father's will in love. And we know that we're called to then love each other as the second greatest commandment. And we see Jesus do that in his life, in his investment for the people around him, in his words, in his actions, bringing freedom You see, he calls people out of one job into a new job. He delivers them from demons. He brings words of encouragement. He heals the sick. He gives food for the hungry. He meets the needs of those around him in love. We're also called, and I think for some people, this is even more challenging. Love others as you love yourself, as we love ourselves. To the proud, there's a challenge there, isn't there, that to love others as much as you love yourself. And to maybe people who struggle to love themselves as a challenge, to love yourself just like you love other people. Loving yourself is part of the command. It's not just loving others, it's loving me. When I say me, I'm speaking on your behalf. (laughs) But also to love me as well. And then we get to love your enemies. This is really challenging. When we find people difficult, offensive, rude, we're also called to love them. This is a whole message in which the gist is that we're called to love. We know what love looks like. If you've been to a wedding, you've probably heard 1 Corinthians 13. Love is patient, it's kind, it doesn't envy, it doesn't boast, it doesn't dishonor others, it isn't self-seeking etc. And yet, if we haven't known God's love, we cannot live this out. Because it's not an external compulsion, it's an internal constraint that can only flow out of the source of love itself, which is God. So I don't want to call you this morning to behave in a loving way. That may sound ironic, but I want to call you to the source of love. And from that place, your heart will be changed and you will love. See, the commandment to love in itself won't produce the incentive or the power to fulfill it. Without connection to him who is love, it will only produce discouragement or indifference or highlight your own lack in love. But if in him, in him we lack nothing, then, it, then it's only in him that we lack nothing. If in him we lack nothing, then it's only in him that we lack nothing. 
In other words, if you find yourself lacking in love today, then maybe it's time to reconnect with him. It's only in this place that we can receive this commandment with hope and joy. Because otherwise, let's be honest, the bar's just too big for us to succeed, isn't it? I don't know about you. By myself, my love is flawed and it's pretty selfish in its core. It's only possible to love purely because of him. From his love and then outward. And without him, when we do love, it's quite self-seeking. And that isn't really love. That's trying to fill our needs using other people to do it. We can only love purely when it comes from God. God's love doesn't come to live with us when we love, but love is there because he lives in us. The last thing I want to say really is, and this is the most surprising thing to me within this passage. In 1 John 4 verse 12, it says God's love is made complete. But if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. The reason this is surprising is because God's love is only made complete when we love. In other words, you will not feel the full force of God's love only in receiving, in receiving it alone, but in the giving away again. You will know his love. I remember um, a time when I was praying with a couple of young girls many, many years ago, and I was a quite immature Christian at the time. I was meeting with these two girls, and as we were chatting, one of them confessed that earlier, um, a few years before, she'd had an abortion. And I honestly didn't know what the right words were to say to her, to comfort her. And I asked God, and he said to hug her as a mother. And I felt his love for her come over me, and then as I hugged her, I just felt his arms around her. It wasn't judgment, it wasn't anger, and I was totally overwhelmed and surprised with God's reaction in this. I don't really know what I was expecting, but I was so moved by the way that God wanted to reach out in love. See, love does not honour dishonor as it says in 1 Corinthians 13. So I'm also humbled by this passage because love only becomes complete when we get involved. It doesn't start with us, but it flows out from us. And in many ways, it doesn't feel right that we get to complete God's love, but we do. So as it opened up in verse 7, the Greek is beloved, let us love. I love that. Beloved, let us love. So God is love. God loved or loves us as revealed through Jesus. And his love is made complete when we love one another. John 13 says this, a new commandment I give you. Love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. And this is how everyone will tell that we are legit, that we are who we say we are by our love for one another. 
we can be surprised that the world doesn't function in this way. Well, we shouldn't be surprised because the world does not know how to love. Watch the news for five minutes. But we do, and we can love when we connect to the source of love. We will love others. I'm going to leave it there today, but I think the challenge in this, it's such a simple message. We know what we need to do in some ways. But I want to invite you in this morning to start by connection to God. Start being transformed in that place. That is the only way that we will really truly love, is when we connect to him. That is the life source, the love source that flows out of us and into other people. I also want to say as a little caveat that I sometimes think that love can be misunderstood. Love is also not remaining in an abusive relationship, not receiving abuse. That's not what love is. And the reason I want to say that is because I've seen Christians interpret that as, I must love people even to my own detriment. Well, we're called to love ourselves as well. And we know that Jesus comes to set captives free. So love brings freedom to us. That is Jesus' will, that we will live in freedom. I'm going to pray for us now. That we will be able to receive God's love. God, I thank you for the simplicity of love. And yet the complexity to understand it as well. God, we know that we can only be transformed by your love and in your love. God, I thank you that you embody love, that you are love. And that there is definitely enough love in you for every person here this morning, that you are abundant in your provision of love. But God, I pray that as we connect to you, that you will change our hearts, that you will help us to love. That even if it's not our first reaction in circumstances, even if it feels contrary to every bit of our nature, to love, that you will give us love. I pray for the wisdom to know what love looks like as well in each circumstance. To know when love looks like running towards someone to help and to know when love looks like walking away. I pray that you'll show us when love looks like serving other people and when loving ourselves looks like resting. I pray that our life will be so closely journeyed with you that we will live for your will alone. Come Holy Spirit now in love. God, I pray that if anyone is struggling with feeling unlovable, unrighteous, 
unworthy this morning, God, that your love will break in. I pray that anyone who is feeling distant from you will feel close to you now. Amen.